You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's R&B Divas After Show. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Keep oh. it going. Yeah. Oh. That's really good bus tonight. Bing is for doing, and we and we are doing another episode of RBDs of Season Two, Episode Five, titled "So So Divas." I'm your host Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce this lovely lady to my left. Why are you Hi. looking at yourself like you don't know who I'm talking about? I'm diva. Can I just look at you, Bam? Diva. No, you look shocked when I said lovely lady. He was I like, I "Diva." Didn't that. My name is Megan Thomas at Meg Scoop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and I'm your host Larissa Shamar at Larissa Shamar. Hello, my name is Alfred Nolan Thomas II. All eyes on black. So, R&B Divas, season two, episode yeah. four, So So Divas. So, what do you guys think about last night's episode? Um, interesting. I thought it was a it, cool episode. It was real good to kind of see um, the escape, mm-hmm. So So Death, 20th mm. anniversary. That was like one of the biggest things. Mm. You know, because you, you kind of actually got to saw, if anybody who actually saw the whole 20, 20th anniversary of Social Death. You got to see a lot of the um, artists that kind of worked with Jermaine Dupree out in the 90s. So it's kind of real good to hear the good music. But, you know, the whole re, the reshaping of like Escape, you know, it was great. Mm-hmm. And, and also, we were able to get at least other members of Escape besides Candy and yeah. Tiny who did not appear. And Shocking. Right, yeah. Yeah. shocking. That's disrespectful. So, That's that business. That's well, disrespectful. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. But let's first get into the tour. So last week, there was this whole big debacle about the tour because there was Lord. a photo released with an email blast saying that there was this big R&B divas tour and that no one co-signed on it. So we start off the episode with with some of the divas and their managers all in a room. Which, this is what they should have done to begin with. Mm-hmm. This is, and, and it it's just beyond me why, how, why did it get this far to where mm. you guys are having to talk about somebody and... It's Nikki. Okay, but still, the point is, this is what should have been done from jump. There should have mm-hmm. been someone saying, okay, guys, let's set a meeting up with all of our managers to talk about this. And granted, it was disrespectful for them to send out press releases about a but tour. But who sent that it out? The company sent the it company out. The company did. Mm-hmm. So, so it's the issues with the company, not with Selena's sister and the managers. Yes. You know, the issues with the company. But Nikki made it such a big issue because <laughs> she do not like Selena or Selena's sister. And I just think it's kind of a personal vendetta that she have against her that made Makes it like you're trying to get everybody else to team up with you to be against Selena and the tour, and I yeah. think that's just bad on her. And the tour is a good idea, I think. But of course, um, it money is. wise, it's good. And <laughs> I mean, I think it just came to a situation where the women could actually come together. They had their managers. At least they're trying. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it was uh, a stumble to the proper attempt to get something like that together. But at the same time, at least you know they care enough to aside all their problems and all their. 
bickering. But I'm just thinking right now, happen. it's just to a point to where everybody wants to make money. Everybody mm-hmm. is for the tour. And it's, it's just like a reuniting myself to like, hey, here's the tour, but I also have my own solo project. Check my solo project. It's a great marketing tool for each person that's on the tour. Yeah. Well, Larice, not everybody. Not everybody. Wants to be it's a part of the tour. But no, no, Kiki, Kiki too. Kiki doesn't want to do it. Kiki, just, Kiki wants to do it, but Michael feels like it's not a great thing. And I like what Rocky said. He's like, I think Michael is a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to give it out there, but I, I, I actually had a problem with that. I did, too. I mean, you're looking at a person who's also... Running his wife's business. Yeah. Somebody who's a minister, somebody who's caring, open, and honest. I think as a black male, I actually, I mean, it's hard to be in that kind of stance and show love and show support and show also business and not be seen at like a. Sometimes. No, but at the same time, he. They probably feel that way because him as a person, Kiki's runs the show. She crazy. Though. She, I mean, I understand that, but like, really? I, as a personality just, to deal with. I just think professionally, he shouldn't have said that. Yeah, professionally, he should not yeah. have yes. said it. And second of all, he said he they, should have tweeted. <laughs> 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 I'm tweet this. No, he shouldn't have tweeted it. But they, there was already an establishment. You know, husband and wife. They went out on dinner together. Yeah, that should have been rather than put him on blast like that. Yeah, I think Rocky referring. We're referring to uh, Latasha's husband, Rocky, who's also her manager when he referenced that um michael that um during the meeting i think he should have pulled him to the side like what he did was not professional it wasn't and professional, so he should have kind of put him to the side and be like yo bro, dog or reverend yeah not not brother not dogs but yo yeah. rev <laughs> rev, <Yeah>. rev. <laughs> but i do think he chose that as a a way to let it be known that he wasn't coming in playing no games. It, I think it was yeah. a strategic move. I don't think he necessarily wanted to disrespect them, but it was on that. I need y'all to know that I'm here for business for everybody as much as, you know, me and mine. I, be, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. All in favor? Okay. Say aye. It's a brother thing. <laughs> we be mean to each other, and definitely when it comes to a situation where um, – you can judge the next man off of how he handles his business. Most of the time, we attack. So I felt like with how severe the situation was between everybody, how severe the situation was with figuring out this tour, he definitely wanted to establish his male dominance by being like, yo, I could even stab the next man. Straight <laughs> off, what's up? Like, but yeah. if you see what his wife does, she looks at him crazy yeah. like... Because mm-hmm. it was uh, on make uh, It was kind of like, honey. It was a shock. Everybody was just like, oh, oh okay. Tell us how you really right, feel. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Before we move on with this whole tour issue, when Latasha went over, um, when Nikki went over to Latasha's house and they were talking, having the conversation, Nikki again was kept throwing stuff at Selena. This is my issue. It's already been established that Celicia, which is uh, Selena's sister, did not print out this. She didn't put out the blast. She said she got it when everyone else did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been established that Celicia did not put this email blast out, but yet Nikki is still, this is Nikki, she's still yeah. yapping and blaming this whole thing about why she chooses not. But one thing that I will give Nikki, she says that I don't even care to even investigate why this happened. She kind of acknowledged the fact that she just didn't like Selena. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so think it's just we, a personal vendetta yeah. against. Uh, maybe she just felt like you know Selena's a better singer to me. She had more success to me, and my life really sucks. <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's just like it's going to be that continuous issue throughout the whole season where Nikki doesn't like Selena. And, and you know, you know what happens though? I think okay, fine. Nikki don't like Selena. Don't go on this tour. Let everybody else make this money. Exactly. Thing. You're going to sit at home salty exactly. because you could not get your your professional and your personal feelings. To, 
put in the correct boxes. Exactly. So go ahead. You guys go on to her. Let her be at home and be salty with her, her clothing line. Salty. Salty. So. Salty, okay? Ham hot salty, salty, okay? Well, hopefully, hopefully Nikki, we can get you to come on the show and you can uh, explain, you can explain, yes, please how, explain. How, how you're perceived because we tend to think a little bit different about why you are going this way. But let's go into now. Oh, go ahead, Alfred. Well, I mean... I don't necessarily, I'm not against how she, uh, her stance. I mean, I believe when you don't like somebody, sometimes you get the wrong vibe and that shuts down everything. I feel like in her situation, it just became that. And I mean, she isn't, it's it's weird because you can also see her working hard, doing that average Joe, doing her business, working with her daughter and involving that whole thing. She definitely could use this opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you don't vibe with somebody, you know that it's possible something going to crack off. I mean, it's, it's well, just like going Latasha, in the door. The way she was kind of addressing, she, like, her whole thing, when, you know, she had her own personal moment where she states, like, you know, I'm not going to allow Nikki feelings and thoughts to, mm-hmm. to basically, like, determine how I feel about Selena and her sister and everything. And, you know, and I got to give bigs up for that mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times people have influences on other mm-hmm. people for their personal feelings, especially with the negativity aspect of it. And people are like, oh, well, you know, Bam says this and the other. I don't like Bam. Mm-hmm. and trying to get you to come along with it. But at the same time, you know, she kind of stood out for herself. Like, you know, that's her problem. I'm about my paper. And right. I like it. It's very interesting because, yeah, Nikki doesn't like the vibe that Selena has. And then Latasha didn't really feel it. And she was kind of like, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Selena and Brenda, her mom Brenda, was a big issue for this episode. Oh, man. And so what did you guys think about that whole ordeal? Um, I can say that I think I understand Selena a little better and why she is as broken as she is. Because, I mean, there's time that Selena will pop off for nothing. And, <laughs> you know, this gives us a little insight into her it's background. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you have a lot of anger built up growing oh, yeah. up. I mean, a lot of the reasons why people act the way they do is because of how they were raised. Yeah. So she goes on and she tells us that her parents had addictions. That, you know, they were drunk all the time. And her mom says she smokes. Like, all this stuff. So... She's sitting here like a product of her environment. She says that they were called bees yeah. all the time. And, and her friends saw, saw a problem with that. She's like, we didn't see nothing wrong with it. That was just normal. That's not that, okay that's when your, your mom calls you that every day. That's your name. And, and not only not only was it one addiction, but it was several addictions. Yeah. It was drinking, it was smoking, and drugs. Drugs, mm. plural. Mm. So... That's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand why Selena is angry and is quick to, you know, go left as as she has in the past. What did you guys think about uh, Selena saying that she didn't think her mom liked her? Aww. I mean, in a sense, you know what? I can understand where she's coming from because mm-hmm. I've known people who've been in that environment. And, like, a lot of times, like, her mom, like, said later in the episode where, you know, she might have said certain things, she might have did certain things to her, but she don't remember her doing yeah. that. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of hardship that kids kind of fall into who parents are on drugs, who, yeah. who do have alcohol abuse situations, that the parents or the person, they do a lot of things that they do not remember. That and, drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but it's the truth, though. That's just, that's just part of an addiction because yeah. you're not aware of, like, co- coherent of what you're doing or your surrounding. You're just doing things and not basically caring about the responsibility yeah. that you do to yourself or other individuals. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of understand where she's coming from, but at the same time, you got to have to overlook that. And like she said, I have to learn how to forgive. I would never forget it, but I have to, li- I have to basically, like, be with her in the present moment and how things are right now because I- the past is the past. 
I understand that you have to overlook things and you have to forgive. It's one thing if if Selena's mom had an addiction years ago and she's trying to overcome her childhood, but her mother is still battling the addiction. She was just back in Chicago <laughs> smoking and drinking. That's I mean, really difficult. But at the same time, you got to look at it. That was then, but you have to kind of like build the relationship of her now. I mean, mm-hmm. if that, if she, she's probably having more under control now than she did once before because the way she presents herself on the show, she's a little bit more coherent mm-hmm. than the average person who is on like a substance. Well, I, I don't know. I think it's just because she realized I'm this old now. My children are grown and I'm still dealing with these same issues. But, I don't think that she's necessarily coherent. I think in that moment she would because <laughs> you're on a plane, you got to be a little more coherent, you know, to get to the airport, go through. <laughs> but but I'm just saying I think she she realizes now like something's got to give like I'm going to die I'm going to something's not okay so I need to get away I need to go to my daughter's house and get away from this stuff and try to cleanse this and she admits she was like you know I don't like like you said she said I don't I don't remember half of this stuff yeah. so it, it's really hard for Selena she's got all this pent up anger and she sees the world through these broken eyes because of what has been done to her mm. and guess what there's there's somebody on the other end who can't really even <clears throat> excuse me apologize correctly because mm. she's like look I'm sorry but I don't even <laughs> remember that so it's like it's, she's got to do a lot of healing Selena does mm. I mean internally to deal with this stuff yeah that's but like, I think it also brings up the fact that some people ain't never gonna change y'all right yeah uh, I've had people in my family who do what they do is and they're sorry for it and they try to change and it it doesn't change. I think what I really liked about the show was bringing up just because someone's messed up doesn't mean they look at you a certain way. One thing I thought about with the whole do you like me or not, I don't think my my mother liked me and that whole misunderstanding because she did say, you know, I I love you. I'm more than like you, but I like you too. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But with the stuff that she was going through, it's hard to really see that. And I mean, you have to accept people for who they are and their sins and their their flaws. And I thought that was a great thing that was established within the show was showing that you can go through hard stuff and that person may not necessarily have anything against you. Right. They could just be that messed up to where it affects you, you know, dramatically and your outlook on how you perceive them looking at you maybe one way but I don't think that necessarily was the case I think it was a case of a mother who was tragically engulfed in you know drugs alcohol all these addictions and then had this situation where she couldn't relate to her daughter and and because of that her daughter had to make the decision up for her well then my mom must not like me and that's why I'm going through all this shit with her you know what I'm saying it wasn't necessarily I had examples where you just came at me now the B word I mean I come from a uh, 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 suburb slash hood side. So I was able to be in a respectable upbringing as well as be around those who are just around some hood stuff and ain't got nothing to do with you. And it's just, you know, everybody is giving their, their cards. And I think, you know, she just so happened to have a mother who is ratchet a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's going to say that. Two other questions. What did you guys think about... Selena's house rules to her mother. I thought it was crazy. I, I thought it was a no. That's, I, mean, that's I didn't think home. it was bad, but at the same time, you have to respect my home. I think it was just the the approach. It wasn't necessarily the the topics or what you wanted to address and handle. But you can't come to your mama. She just hit to the door. 
and say, I put my foot now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, but at the same time, hold on a second, but, but you don't understand some of the, we don't know how bad it was. Yeah. Because maybe yes. the last time that yeah. they saw, because she said she hadn't seen her mom or she hasn't really communicated mm-hmm. with her mom that much. So maybe the mm-hmm. last time that they talked, maybe it was so bad or it was like, okay, before we even talk about anything, mm-hmm. let's get these rules out on the table. But that's what any that's what anybody yeah. has. If I go to my yeah. mom's house, like, mom, moving back in, here's the house rooms. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, okay, I have no choice but to listen, but at the same time, you have to respect me as an individual, but understand it's your house. And I think, too, because Selena has children, too, and I think that's important why she's like, look, all that stuff that you did when we were growing up, you cannot do this for my kids, and I don't care if you don't like me, but you can't do this in my house. But she had a big issue of, I don't want you around my kids because I'm not such a good mother, and I want you to see that more so than you being around my kids helping out. I thought that was crazy, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a good mother because I travel so much. Okay. But, I mean, that's that's something that a lot of women in this industry deal with because they're, yeah. they're moms. And it's a little different for men in this industry because, t- mm. you know, typically mothers are the ones that take care of their children. What you trying so, to say? Men can't take care no, of their no, children? No, 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 no. Typically, Daddy, they, that's what typically saying, it's that's the mom saying? that stays at home with the children. So when you have a mother that travels mm-hmm. all the time and she doesn't, you know, it, it does something to a woman to know I cannot be there with my babies. And it affects women a little differently than it affects men. Yeah. So she's dealing with this guilt of I'm trying to do all this stuff. My mom's got an addiction. I want to help her. I can't really help her, you know. Mm-hmm. Then she's gonna think I'm a bad mom. So now she's she's had all this condescending condemnation from her mom growing up. I'm sure. So now she's like, okay, this is just <laughs> another thing that my mom is gonna harp on me about saying that I'm not a good mom, and I have to deal with that already by myself. I don't need her to bring that up. And, but you know the crazy issue is like the way the whole mom situation came up. Her sister was like, mom had to come live with you. Why she can't live with you? Okay, because I was getting- <laughs> <laughs> automatic because I'm doing good. She got to live with me. No. Okay. Because I I was waiting for you guys to finish, and that was in my last comment. Why does the sister think that it's the best if she lives with Selena because it will keep her busy? Selena's traveling. She's touring. She's She's got her brand and yeah, her music back it. together. I didn't understand why it was Selena's house that had well, to be there. because the sister, she's a nurse. No, no, this is not. Hold on. Is this the. Oh, yeah, it is her. What's her name? Salida? Sir, the I, sister. I, I, I couldn't remember this okay. sister's name. But, She's a nurse, though. Yeah. She is. I want to take care of my mama. That's kind of. But maybe she doesn't have any space. I, I thought about that. Maybe she lives in a home where she has kids. Like, she doesn't have any room at all uh, to accommodate put for, me, for me. It felt, <laughs> for me, it felt like one of those things where, okay, because you're Selena, you're the breadwinner. It felt like she was throwing her mama at Selena. No, it was like, I don't want to deal with mom. You deal with her. Like, uh. But I think, I think, I think that she probably would have said it. Selena would have said something about that mm-hmm. if she really felt like. Oh, I can't take care. I think it was really like, okay, we know the sister situation is she doesn't have room or whatever it is. And obviously, Selena has the house. She's got the space. And Selena has kids. Maybe her sister thought because you're not around, you may need more help and mom can help you. And that way you don't have to feel so bad with somebody else taking care of your kids. Mm -hmm. It does make sense in an idealistic world. You see this facial expression? If you <laughs> have some comments about R&B Divas, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. It's really easy. Click subscribe. And then you'll always get our podcast whenever we do them. You can rate and comment us. Let us know what you think about the Divas, what you think about this after show. It's really easy. Give us five stars. If they ever put six on there, give us six. And you can always tell your friends about our after show as well. And remember, anytime we do shows, we're streaming live on iPads, iPhones, any of your mobile devices. Just make sure you go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check us out. 
All right. So, and Android. Mm. Don't forget the Android people. All mo- oh, mobile man. devices. Okay. Android falls people. up under there. Okay. Boom. Just check. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a couple of the divas that was not. Uh, they were only mentioned just a little bit. And so Monifa had came in to speak with. Selena to get her advice because Monifa has No, Selena got Monifa's advice. Yes, thank you. Sorry. She got the advice and because Monifa has had a um, an addiction problem. And so I thought that was a cool thing and I like Monifa because Monifa is, she's really spicy and she really gives it to you. She just kept it real. She's like, it's your house, your decisions and if she's not going (laughs) to abide by what you're doing or what you're saying, then like Kick it out. It's pretty much the same bottom line. Yeah, you so, gotta put I your mean, kids first. And not to yeah. feel guilty, I think, because she can tell that Selena has the guilt on her. Um, and, you know, she's you like, see it in you her face. Yeah, you, and she, like, she feels really bad. And so she's just telling her, like, no, don't let the, because that will ruin not only your mom's progression, it's yeah. also gonna ruin you into <laughs> yeah. being a better person. Just one last thing. I don't know, like, if your mother has a blatant drinking problem, I don't see why. I forget how many kids Selena has, but she has at least three kids. I think two or three. Or two or three kids. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea for her mm-hmm. children to see. <laughs> I don't mean, I'm not. I'm, Mama I, with the shakes. I, I don't think. <laughs> Mama lay <laughs> down. Mama got shakes. <laughs> Mama lay down. What? What Mama I, drinking? I was, uh, that is bad. Not there for I don't. I don't think it's appropriate to see their grandmother <laughs> drinking, and I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, but you know, at the same time, it could be the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> Have you ever seen drunk? They are funny. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I did wonder that, but that's her mom. You know, if your mom is, is at the point of she's going to die, if we leave her in Chicago, then it's kind of like, okay, mama, you, no you can come here, but these are the rules. <laughs> can't be drinking. You can't pass your drinks on to my children. You know, like, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. maybe that's why. It's, respect. Okay, and speaking of respect, let's go to Kiki Wyatt. Oh, jeez. I love Kiki. Baby. Okay, so... I love Kiki. <laughs> well, yeah. Just, just uh, the, the little setup, Kiki was not, um, she wasn't featured this much, but mm. there was uh, there was her two-year anniversary, wedding anniversary to yeah. her and to Reverend Michael, and so right. they were out on dinner, and what do you guys think before I say what I have to say? She's special. <laughs> she is. That's a special, special creature. Like you, like with Kiki, you never know what to really expect. You know, and, especially her. when she was like, uh, "Yeah, I was doing a lot of thinking." First of all, Kiki's thinking. I think that's just dangerous to everybody. Uh-uh, nah, I'm just, so I'm, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But she was like, "I've been thinking," and you know, I thought she was gonna come out with something real great. So, I, you know, I have a five year plan. You know, and you know, Michael's like, "Well, I hope it doesn't involve kids." And she looked at him like. It involves yeah. a baby. I need another. I need a kid. What's wrong with that? She Nothing. has six. Well, wait. So, the, okay, again, what's wrong with that? So she already has six kids. That's fine. She's, okay, trying, so to start, she's trying to start her career yeah. again. You can't start a, new, a career with a newborn baby. You can't tour. Okay, but. May she, I? Uh, do you see Beyonce touring with little Blue Ivy? But you can. Uh, Beyonce, Beyonce has one, and Beyonce still should not be taking that baby traveling Why all around. Why not? Who says be- that's wrong? That's a whole other topic. And this, you and, heard and we're, not, we're not talking about. No, Beyonce. but I'm saying, but th- that's what but, Kiki would have to do. But okay, but from Kiki and Michael's perspective, let's just let's just break this down for a second. So she has six kids already. Okay. Yep. She just had a baby when we were at the Whitney um, thing. She was pregnant when yep. we saw her two years ago. Now she wants to have another baby within his five years. Mind you that Michael is the husband, the father, and, and the manager. manager. Mm. And he has to, he has a lot to deal with, and he's a minister. So, as Kiki said, 
he already has to deal with all 95,000 of her kids. She was being facetious. She has six. <laughs> so you're going to have another baby. So that would make seven kids. You have to manage your new career. She's trying to brand. She has his management company. She's trying to tour by herself. She's trying to. He is only one person. But at the same time, is she making that much money to take care of seven kids? Well, apparently she is. Yeah, and she apparently. wants to have another one. That doesn't necessarily mean that. Okay, but I'm saying if she wants to have another child, I don't think it's anybody's. I don't think it's anybody but her and her husband's decision to even to, to even weigh in on if it's okay or not. He, because he we don't, don't have, want the kids. Well, he, it's because he's doing a lot. But they also have just hired Rondell and the 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 new management group. So now that, that, that takes, takes a lot off of his plate. No, no it, it doesn't. Not. It, it doesn't does because, because not. he doesn't have to be into her day to day. He is just literally a consultant. Her day to day. She, day to that's day. his wife, though. That's, that's a different cool. role. She could be like, Michael, what are you doing? But, and <laughs> Come it in, also, change something. And it mm-hmm. also proved that when, when he was saying about some of the things that he had, she got that too, and she started questioning him, well, are you still going to be there? So I just think it's too much. Looking yeah. in on the outside, yeah. I think it's too much. Another if, another thing that, uh, that irked me is when they were getting ready to walk into the restaurant he was like you know hey girl you know you my baby you so fine and she's like whatever what what is she supposed to do? that's their relationship it's the caricature of their relationship that's how they I are I think it's crazy I think Clearly, it's crazy but Bim, you, you choose the one you with right <laughs> you do Bim, choose we know you and Kiki would never work out okay we get uh, it <laughs> but that's the reason why Latasha's husband is justified to calling him a bitch no I don't accept that I think that I don't because I just feel like it's he's that, a yes man. But every, a, okay, but everybody's. A, I'm not over. saying it's okay. He he looks like a pushover. Yes, but everybody's relationship is their own. <laughs> so if that, look, they've been together. What she say? Five, five years, years, married five years. for two. Mm-hmm. If it, clearly this is not new. So if it works for them, it works for them. And I don't feel like you know maybe we look at it like this is horrific. You thinking she should be like thank you baby, but that's the She's nature like, of no. their relationship, and he knows that, and he's okay with that. I get but doesn't that. make it right. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not about being right or wrong. It's their relationship. So if it works, then it works for them. But he was like, "It's been a crazy two years with you." I'm just like, <laughs> uh, it "Couldn't happen in my life." Okay. None of us. She, she's beautiful, but I just can't. Wonderful, yeah. amazing voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make uh, Megan. You make a great point. You're right. It is their life, as I say. So who cares? But <laughs> watching it, watching it, watching it. That's my saying. So who cares? But just watching it, it's sometimes it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah. Him. It's abuse. Deal with so much. It, it is. It's tough. I will say that. I will admit that I, there's been times that I'm just like, Kiki, come on now. This man, if he left you, I'd be like, well, hey, you saw, that, saw that coming. But, you know, if it works for them, it works for them. And unfortunately, it's not anything we would choose. But, okay. He likes that dented can of green beans, as, he, as she called herself. He loved those green beans. And he presented her with um, some nice earrings. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. Nice. He loved that girl. Yeah, he he has to. Right. He has to. Some good loving on that woman. Five years, yeah. boy. Like, oh, Jesus. All right, help me. <laughs> Where's Larice? You know, that. <laughs> but they're cute. I like. I like. I'm glad they we got to cute. see this side of them because yeah. it's really, you know, even though she was joking, you could also see that she does love her husband as yeah. crazy in, in her own little crazy Kiki way. <laughs> she does love this man, mm-hmm. and she respects him in a weird Kiki way. And you know, even <laughs> Kiki even referenced. She was like, you know, I'm kind of. I forgot the word she used, but she's like, you know, I'm kind of crazy cuckoo or something. Yeah, she yeah. Did. So, he knows. So, but he knows, and she knows, and they're happy together. So if you like it, I love it, right? Right. <laughs> so let's go into now Nikki and her daughter, Brandy. What did you guys think about uh, last night's storyline? 
I mean, it was kind of just random how she walked in. It was like, oh, like, so, oh, how's like the job? She's like, oh, well, it closed. I'm moving back in. Uh, can we discuss this first? <laughs> if I was a parent, I'm like, uh, can we discuss this first? Can we, options. But if I hit rock bottom and I was in a situation, my butt would be right on that doorstep just like her. Just right. walk, knock, knock, knock. Guess Mama, what? I'm, I'm here forever. Right. <laughs> what, what is your mom going to do? Tell you no? No. I would have taken it. But me, I, I mean, I understand for the sake of TV, but normally mm. it's like you call, hey, mom, um, so, yeah, um, I got a plane ticket. I'm going to come and... And uh, I'll be there for Tuesday. Why? Oh, because. And then you kind of explain. You know, when I don't know too many people that actually show up at your job and say, "Mama." But they look like they have that relationship. Yeah. The way she talks about her daughter, the way that she talks about you know her being independent, <laughs> but I pay all the bills still. Uh, kind of stay independent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. You know, conversation start off. She's a mom, mama. See what had happened was my. Uh, I lost my job. Yeah. <laughs> See what had happened with well, that. Was that was, I thought that was okay, the way they, yeah. you know, yeah. the way she came in there and, and how, you know, she has a business and so mm-hmm. I'm glad she's giving her daughter a chance, but I'm glad that she's like, look, you got to earn this and I will fire you. <laughs> but at the same believe. time, you look at the responsibility that she gave her. She's like, oh, well, this is what's happening. We're having a photo shoot and you bring everything. It was just kind of like, everything's not going to work out that way. You can't just, oh, you're my assistant mm-hmm. today and I'm just giving you what I, a thought of what I need and yeah. expect for everything to be there. I just felt that was kind of like the mm. setup. Yeah, yeah, it was it was too much because it's like you're the assistant, you're the assistant, you have to bring all the clothes for the photo shoot, and you're going to be in the photo shoot with me. Yeah. But that was but that was the point that she was trying to make. She was she, she was trying to show her daughter, this is what I have to do. And you want to be a part of this family business, you're going to have to be on it. Don't think this is going to be a cakewalk just because you're my yeah. daughter. So I think that was good that she showed her, this is what you should expect when you work here. You should be able to be in the photo shoot, take care of the clothes, manage what my assistant, like all this stuff. So lots to do. And she wanted to see if she would pass the test. And I would have to say... I would give her a D, not an F, because it ultimately <laughs> was baby. Nikki's fault yeah. that it didn't happen. I'll give Nikki an F, but I'll give her daughter a D because yeah. she should not be trying to tell the assistant, go get me some lashes mm-hmm. when you really should be like, go get the clothes. I give her a C. I feel like there should have been maybe more questions that she should have been asking when mm-hmm. she had the notepad, which she left at her mom's desk. She should have had the pen. She should have had the notepad saying, okay, who's this person to contact for this? Who's this person to contact for that? And she should have got a list from her mom rather than her mom having to tell her what to do. She should have just got out the pad and just asked questions. Yeah, I just think it's just, uh, I mean, it's just we're giving grades here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then. But now, um, I give, like, maybe a C-minus because some of the fact that, you know, and I give Kiki, I mean, Nikki, the same thing because some of the fact that, like, she's like, oh, we're having a photo shoot, but this is specifically what I need. And then from there, Brandy should be able to ask the questions, like, who I need contact with this and how do I go about doing this? And it might be actually her first time actually doing business like this or being anybody assistant. So it was just kind of left up in the air that, oh, yeah, she knows everything, but actuality... She didn't know anything at all. I am on ride with a D. (laughs) Because she know her mama all her life. (laughs) (laughs) She should have been around to at least have a gist of the whole, you know, job requirements. It should have been like almost second nature. And then I kind of have to give I gotta give the mama an F because See, you, better give you me know a pound exactly in the air, Alfred. what you want in the situation. Technically, she kind of threw her daughter in last minute, so yeah. everything kind of should have been prepared, low key. 
I mean, right. I don't know like how your clothes being. <laughs> it was total but those are like big kind of like a mom hits. and a sister. Like, oh, uh, you know, Brandy got like a. Well, the fruit uh, don't a, fall a too D, far from D the tree, right? Mama got a D minus, so it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> come on, y'all need some yeah. better grades than this. She's really well behaved to be her daughter. I'll give her that. Yeah, yeah. she really is. She kept her grounded. You know, she's, she's a D. No talk back. I was like, what? You ain't got no talk back for your mama. Say, say something else. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. Well, the one thing that I can't wait to dig into is to talk about Latasha and the So So Dev 20th anniversary. Yeah. Oh. So she was prepping for this uh, reunion. So So Dev is Jermaine Dupri's. Um, he's a world-renowned hip-hop uh, producer DJ. And so he's had So So Dev records that, that had groups like, you know, Escape and uh, Criss Cross mm-hmm. and Little John was an intern there. Mm-hmm. A lot of huge hits. Yeah. And so they had this big 20th anniversary at the, I believe, the Fox Theater in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so we had already heard about that. Anybody who's a part of the the, the gossip, uh, the, blog fear, the, the blog world, we had already knew about this way back when it happened uh, before it aired, uh, before they did the taping on February 23rd. So we already was aware that all of the the girls from Escape was not going to be there, but now we finally got to see Latasha's side. And so Latasha um, <clears throat> did the performance with her sister Tamika. So, what did you guys think about this whole ordeal with how she's unclear why the other two girls referring to Candy of Real Housewives of Atlanta and Tiny, who is the the wife of rapper Ti? Well, can you explain? Because I think there's some people that are, some people that are viewing this mm-hmm. that don't know what. Why Candy and Tiny didn't come? Okay, so Candy, the girls, they got to the group uh, formed in 1993. They was with So So Def, and they they disbanded sometime around 96, 97. They came out with I believe two albums, and they broke up. And I guess they had uh, differences, opinions, or, or whatever. But as of recently, Candy was on uh, Sway in the Morning and said that the reason she had that she chose not to be a part of this was because, number one, she has something else to do on that weekend. <laughs> and she's not trying to sing with the girls. That's not just not what she's trying to do. And so JD told her that she should treat it like a reality show and she should just do it anyway. And then it got more into it and she said basically that it's uh, Latasha's sister, Tamika, and that I don't F with her anymore because of some things that she said recently. MFR in regards to how um, how Candy has slipped her way to the top and just made a lot of these foul comments mm. that Candy didn't appreciate. So Candy's like, I'm not going to fake the funk and, and do something for the sake of just doing it. And Latasha, and Latasha feels that you should do it for the love of fans. You shouldn't have any personal reasons why you can't come together to be a part of something that if it had not been for So So Dev, you wouldn't be who you are. I agree. Mm. I agree. You do it for the fans. You don't do it for... You know how many groups that they have who were once group and have fallen out, but they still come together and like perform for like reunions, maybe like ten years later, because they still have those faithful and loyal fans. Mm-hmm. I think she should have done the show. Okay, and then for Tiny's reason, is Tiny decided that she was going to go on a ski trip with her family, and then she and uh, Ti went to the Daytona 500. Whack. <laughs> now, now also now, I'm not as far as Tiny's concerned I'm pretty sure T.I. kind of shut her down from singing like he didn't allow that he wanted her to become a wife and take care of his kids yeah. so I don't think Tiny is 
is it fair for me to say I don't think she's really allowed to anymore? I think T.I. kind of shut um, that down. I th- but I think it also had to do with politics because it, it, this is about mm-hmm. so-so deaf. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. every you know, everyone knows that Jermaine Dupri is very respected among rappers, singers, everybody. So I think in the sense, he probably would have <laughs> let Tiny go sing at this, but there's got to be something else going along. Maybe I don't think Tiny really wanted to. I think she's more tight with Candy and mm-hmm. decided I'm not going to do this. But I mean, I would have to to differ from you guys. I understand it's about the the fans, but at the same time, they have to sing together in a group. It's different when you have Nikki and Selena who are not in a group who are on a tour together. They don't have to perform together. They just have to be on a tour together. This they have to harmonize. They have to spend a lot of time in practice together if you're going to sing in a group. And so maybe for Candy, she was feeling like Tamika said some very sideways stuff. She <clears throat> to the point where she I can't work with her until this is addressed. Yeah. So maybe that they tried doing that. Maybe it didn't get done. And she just felt like, well, I can't be singing with this woman who feels so horribly about me. I got a reference into sports because you look at like I, when I play ball is that I have you play t- football. I mean, you know, back in the day. I just thought your shirt was extra medium just because. Lime green tonight. <laughs> but no, but I look at it as like you have a lot of people on the team that you don't like, you know, who do not like you. But at the same time when y'all on the field, that's like your brother, everything's kinda of put aside, every ego is put aside because one, you have to protect your teammate and for two, like you're doing it for the team overall. You're not just doing it for yourself. So even though that it's some personal vendettas against each other, like, you're doing it for everyone else. And after the show is over, okay, cool. You know how many times I've been on music set where it's that, oh, it's a disagreement between the two artists that's performing. They perform their song. They go their separate ways. We don't have to talk to each other because I know my part and you know yours. Let's just do a show and that's it. So Plus, I think it's something more personal than, oh, well, something what her sister said. I mean, but plus you talk about so-so deaf reunion. Yeah. Something that, I mean was a part of the whole movement of music going down south and, and being Atlanta being a hub. So for uh, everything that was the meaning behind it, I mean, it was worth the sacrifice, worth even the the risk of the argument for me because you've missed now that moment in time. There's not going to be another reunion. In my time, and you know also not only was it so so that's 20th uh anniversary it was also escape because when it when yeah. escape formed it formed the same year that um that so so dev did i was actually on your side uh originally megan i thought if you don't want to do it don't do it but in the real world it's not even just sports yeah but in the real war- world there are people who i do not like who i have to work with I have to see their face. I have to hear them talk. You get you deal with it in the real world. Why? Because you need that paycheck or your ass gets fired. Right. I, I, no, I agree with you on that. But this is a little this different because this this doesn't have anything to do with a paycheck. It has nothing. It really is. Do you want to be, do you want to go sing at this? They were getting paid, I'm pretty sure. It was really like, do but, you want to go out there? Do you, need the, do, you, do you need the publicity? Do you, which Candy doesn't. Do you need the, do you really have to go sing with these people? And, I agree with you, but in this instance, they're singer. They, she doesn't have to do that. But at the same time, this is what created you. Like you, you gotta always look back. Like what made me rise to the top? Like where did I start from? This is where I started from. She wouldn't be worth the thirty-six million dollars had she not been. With, I agree. Yeah, 
I agree, so but I, I don't think she, I, just because she didn't show up, I don't think that means that she doesn't respect her roots. But I think Latasha uh, brings it into um, more of a focus when she knows that this is a launching pad for her next move. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Her, so her she her has future. more to lose. Yeah. She needs but I this. Think, but it becomes a situation, it's not, I think it becomes a situation where the possibility is there regardless of who's, mm-hmm. who is there. Yeah. You know, how they feel at the time. You That still was a moment where you could have been there and who knows what happened next. And yeah, you may have ne- neglected it or say it's whatever, I want to do my thing. But you know that was a moment. Mm-hmm. That wasn't right. not yeah, like yeah. something big. It wasn't just a show it's in a club. Like and I would have been saying, I mean, I'm a big X8 fan. If I had paid my tickets, I would have been Cross very... Was together. Right. <laughs> I would have felt very cheated but to you, know that the that you, Candy and Tia... You, wouldn't have, feel che- you wouldn't have feel cheated because it... It was. It had already circulated that the other two girls weren't going to come way before the thing had yeah. even aired. But something else. There's many groups who go, go, who just pop up on stage and they just mm-hmm. sing and they reunite. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is totally off. But I remember when the Clark sisters did the BT Gospel. Yeah. They didn't rehearse. They just okay. got up on the stage and they just sung. They came out the womb singing. Huh? I don't know. They came right, harmonizing they together. They <laughs> But uh, you know, you guys can tell us what you uh, tell us your thoughts on YouTube and uh, iTunes. So um, let's now get into some news and gossip. News and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so last night I was invited by Faith Evans herself. Oh, oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Faith Evans had a one night only concert live in West Hollywood at the Roxbury Theater and. Uh, she invited me to come out, so I went to check out the show. And Brownstone, who Nikki Gilbert of R&B Divas, she is or was the lead. It, yeah. She was the lead singer of the group Brownstone, so that was cool to see them all uh, you, uh, reunite and sing some of their hits, like "If You Love Me" and uh, Five Mile Santee." So that was great to see them open up. And so then after that, um, Faith put on a terrific concert. She had a couple special guests. She had uh, Kelly Price. Um, actually, I have some, I have some photos. Um, I have some photos, but Kelly Price was um, was there, and she got up on stage and she sung. Um, Amber Riley from Glee. She, oh, sweet. oh wow! She got up. She got up and sung. And um, do you guys remember the gospel singer Tone? Yeah, that's yeah. Kelly Price. Uh, and wow. Kelly Price, Kelly Price will also be on R&B Divas, uh, R&B Divas LA, which comes out uh, later this year. So nice. Kelly Price will be the star of that. And so, and then that's Nikki Gilbert. Okay, she's a very tall girl. And then that's Faith Evans, who um, who I was with uh, backstage. So uh, it was a great concert. But as I was saying, so there was another singer that got up. Um, do you guys remember the gospel singer Tone? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he changed his name to to Be Slade. And so he got up and he sung on uh, Faith Evans's, um, I rem- You Used to Love Me. Oh, really? And then mm-hmm. Elder Barge came out on stage and sung with her for... <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel? <laughs> Fan you. Love, yeah. Love the DeBarge. So <laughs> Elder Barge came out and Faith and he performed um, their hit single, uh, Lay With You. So it was a great Ooh. concert, and uh, we hope to have Faith Evans come into the Afterbus studio within the next couple of weeks before um, we're done with R&B Divas. Okay, I just want to say I'm salty right now. I'm going to be like Nikki, and you can be Selena, because you did not invite me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I ain't going to invite, and it sounds so fabulous. Well, I'm uh-huh. sorry, but... 
um, maybe when faith comes, maybe she can just give you just a little bit of, you know, won't yes. you come over or yes. um, soon as I you get home. You think she'll let me do a duet with her? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so me. If you ever, I can sing. If you start singing, we're gonna wrap the show up. Uh, sorry, Meg. Then, uh, uh, out of here. Faith would be like, get this brought out. But uh, so let's go into uh, let's go into predictions before we wrap. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do a prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the prediction about um, the tour. I think the tour is definitely going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. That's all I'm going to put out there. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Okay, what's your <laughs> prediction then? Pick somebody to go. I think it's still going to be an issue because somebody's not going to agree to it. <clears throat> uh, and again, like they said, like faith manager wasn't there. They have a lot of people that they still have to get in contact with for the tour. So it's, I think it's going to be more of a headache. Than like a promotion for each and every person. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think the tour is gonna happen. I think there's enough maturity and women <laughs> unity and empowerment for them to uh, work out their indiscretions. And I think Nikki's daughter is gonna be a slacker. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I slacker. predict that there will be no tour with all seven of those divas. I disagree. But I'm glad that because I don't really like all this arguing, and I want to get more to some singing and and them in a the studio and then performing. And so next week, Shirley Ralph has her um, Benefit of AIDS uh, yearly concert, and so the girls are going to be performing. So we get to see them performing. Now, if they're bickering about who goes in what order, I'm okay with that. But just bickering, just to be bickering, that annoys me, and I really. I'm glad that they're going to get back to singing and just hearing some of uh, uh, the great R&B diva voices that mm-hmm. um, we've known to love. So I'm excited about that. But Kiki Wyatt, she has a moment where she doesn't want to sing uh, a song because it's going to make her sad or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious to see what song it is. It's always something with that Kiki. Yeah. It just better be deep. She like tear up so well. I want to tear when she sings this song. Mm-hmm. But prediction, what do you think about Selena and her mom? Hmm. How do you think that's going to play out? I think that... Good or bad? Medium. Good. I'm going to go for bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go and we're going to come back next Wednesday, uh, next Thursday. So you guys make sure that you tune in to uh, RMBD for Season 2. After Buzz TV, let everyone know where you guys can be um, found on social media. You can always find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. I'd love to talk to you. And you can find me at Larice Shamar on Twitter and Instagram. And also check out truepeoplesmedia.com. Oh, baby, we're going to have to work with you. <laughs> and you can find me at All Eyes on Black or Facebook, Alfred Thomas. And you can find me at Twitter, Instagram, at Bam Erickson. And you can also find me on Big Six Entertainment. I have a film coming out later this year. So we want to thank you guys again for tuning in to After Buzz TV, RBD, the season two. We will see you guys next Thursday. 
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.